The following podcast on the WDKX Podcast Network is provided by Vision Automotive. It's the Check Your Health segment being brought to you by the University of Rochester, Dr. Sean Nelms. I want to first thank you, sir. You have brought through about um, how many people? Five, six people? Seven people so Seven far. Seven people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they have had an impact every week. Uh, we have had these discussions here at WDKX. Uh, I want to go through a few of them uh, from last year. Uh, excuse me, from earlier this year into now. Uh, but I want to thank you for bringing them by. We're talking not just professionals, young black professionals, older black professionals, people, experts in their field mm-hmm. that have come by and talked about very heavy topics uh, here at WDKX's Check Your Health. So good to see you, man. How you feeling? Uh, great, man. It's a good time to pause and reflect on those first seven shows. And I want to thank the WDKX listeners, um, you know, as soon as I get off the podcast and it, 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 after it's going live, my phone typically blows up. Mm-hmm. People from the community asking for resources and names of people. And I thought today would be a really good day to sit and to um, just reflect on those first seven episodes. Also, you know, it's Thanksgiving. You know, we're going to be around family over the next uh, couple of weeks in between now and, and, you know, the end of December. And I think it's important for us to really have thoughtful conversations about our health when we're with our loved ones particularly when you see them struggling, if it's with their health or mental health, physical health, or just well-being, but also if, if to give them uh, information so they can share with others who might be in need. Mm. I think today is a good opportunity for us to kind of level set, and then we can continue um, over the next uh, 19 weeks, I think, or, or 11 weeks, uh, continue to, to bring different uh, topics to this community. Uh, it, it's interesting. The first show, and this is not so much that it's the first show and you're just nervous for the show, you're not sure how to go, what the format is, for Check Your Health had to do with a very, very serious topic. It's not one of those things where uh, it's it's sort of like a one and done. It's really a, a concern within, especially within the black community, was teen suicide. And it was heavy. Like yeah, that was like yeah. our first show, yeah. heavy, real topic. You had two experts in yeah. talking a bit about it, the statistics of it. Um, and then the you know, sort of the parents' role in helping children grow, kids grow, because it was specifically about teen suicide and prevention. Right, exactly. Yeah, and we talked about all these statistics. Um, you know, one of, the, one of the stats that really made me uh, just pause for a second was that young girl suicide rates have dramatically, uh, dramatically increased over the last um, few years, particularly for the age range of 12 to 14. That was scary to me. I mean, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a father with, with two, two young girls. We were talking before this show about parenting and how mm-hmm. difficult it's been. Um, it can be, particularly when we're raising our kids in an environment that doesn't reflect how we ra- how we were raised. Mm-hmm. But we are losing young kids um, either through you know acts of suicide or having suicidal ideation. And so for us to be in tune with with what they're going through and, and those looked for signs was critically important. And so that September 28th show with Dr. Sheftall and Mr. Johnson around teen suicide prevention was so important. In fact. During that show, I believe someone called in and was asking for uh, information because they knew someone that was in crisis. And so we shared at that point the phone number 279-7800-279-7800 for for local um, support. There's a a phone line that's always open and and resources for this community. Yeah, uh, some of the things to watch out for, especially the numbers. I mean, I've I've got a a young girl, excuse me, between the ages of 12 and 14. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that was an interesting discussion. Keeping sort of the dialogue going, noticing the signs, anxiety, standoffish, irritability, spending too much time uh, in their room, mood swings, uh, some of the things to watch out for. Now, normally those are typical teenagers. Right, right. But we're talking about extensive, long 
a couple of signs that you might see. I remember what she also mentioned, Dr. Sheftal mentioned, when kids start giving away their prized possessions, their, mm. their favorite toy, their favorite you know, uh, item of clothing, that there's something to that. Like they're, they're disconnecting from something they feel emotionally drawn to. And, and I, that was something that I probably would not have picked up on if Dr. Sheftel had said that. Because if you think about it, we, we would probably think, oh, they're just getting older and outgrowing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but, it, but that's really a, a red flag for something. It is. It is. It is. Yeah. And we were actually having a discussion about the parenting and, and how children monitor their behavior. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, the, so the, the being mindful as a parent of how you're reacting to stuff as how they would react to stuff. Right. So the healthy modeling of, of you know, um, you know, do as I do yeah. is really important. It used to be do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> you know what not, I mean? It has not worked out for us very no, well. Right? No, no. But you think about that, right? So, like, when, you, when you're stressed out, you know, do you, do you run to the bottle? Do you run to weed? Or, or do you actually sit and, and, and seek counsel from, from, you know, loved ones, from from clergy, from a professional therapist, mm-hmm. et cetera. I mean, and so we have to think about how we, how we model that. Do we overshare with our kids? Mm. You know, I can tell mm. you that during COVID as a, as a school educator, man, kids were coming to school sometime and, and unveiling things that their parents should not have been telling them. Yeah. It's okay to say we're struggling right now, but I mean, some of the conversations should be kept among adults. You can tell them that you're stressed and just how you're going to deal with it. But some of those adult conversations that were being um, shared with 11 and 12 and 13-year-olds, I know that was difficult because people were quarantined in, in very close um, spaces, but we have to be thoughtful about how we, um, how we orient kids into how we deal with stress and anxiety and depression. Be open and honest with them, but, but also be willing to share with them what are the healthy ways of dealing with it so they uh, don't see you know, some of those destructive behaviors. And they, you know, the one of the things I want to make sure we mention, too, is the fact that they uh, have not only a safe space to express themselves and say what they need to say, but the fact that the trauma uh, that mm-hmm. they might be have gone through, maybe it's personal, maybe it's one of the things that uh, has happened throughout this year. We've had a lot of trauma and, and death and terrible news stories that have come out uh, yeah. This year, or maybe it's from a year ago or two right. years ago, or maybe they've, they've never talked about it. Yeah. Uh, being able to have that open space to be able to share these things uh, with them and therapy. We did encourage a lot of therapy. Absolutely, because I mean, those are like triggering. They, they use the word triggering or the term triggering a few times. Like it could be something that's completely unrelated to the issue that we think is completely unrelated. And the kid gets triggered. Yep. And it makes them respond in a way that we don't anticipate. Like, why did that make you so upset? Well, we may have not seen the first 20 things that they tried to ignore. And that 21st thing really just set them off. And we think they're overreacting. Well, really, they've been trying to hold in this pain as long as they can. Mm-hmm. And so they start to, to act out in ways that, that are dangerous and, and hurtful for themselves. So in addition to that phone number, 279-7800, we also um, gave a hotline, which is 988. It's a text or call line. Very easy. Most of us have phones. But also there's a crisis line, too, 741-741. But that 988 number is something that you know, we actually encourage people. That's something you can remember in real time. It's not a long phone number. Mm-hmm. If, if a kid's in crisis, call it. Like, don't, don't try to wait until they're at the breaking point. Call when the, signs become, when the signs become first noticeable, and I think that helps them be able to navigate in meaningful and healthy ways. And uh, if you want to go back and listen to that episode, because all the episodes of Check Your Health is on the uh, WDKX um website and, and, and app and you can actually listen to Dr. Chef Tall and Mr. Johnson uh, talk about the signs and symptoms of what to look for. That's right. And guys, you and, and I want to thank Tariq and DJ Site for they made it easy for us and the whole team. I mean if you go on WDKX website in the left hand column, there is a check your health 
uh, um, link there. You just tap that. It takes you to all the episodes. Um, Whereas before, you might have had to navigate through a bunch of podcasts. This one, you go right to it. You click. All seven are there. And by the end of of our our time together, we'll have over 20 podcast segments around different issues and health-related issues in the community. Uh, You know, it's it's interesting to have these sort of discussions. And uh, like I said before, if you missed any of them, Go to WDKX's app. You'll be able to get it. If you miss any of the numbers, shout out to Rob. Appreciate that. Uh, you can text us now because he read them, he wrote them all out. Yeah. <laughs> so if you really if you really need the number for this or any of the services, we have the number printed in front of us. Yes. Thank you for that. I really do because people will text in. They will. Uh, some people will not call, and that's fine. Text will text you back the number you need. Yeah. So if you're needing yeah. the number for teen suicide and prevention, need help and services for that, text us six seven eight one zero three nine. Uh, we will text you back the information available too. So if Absolutely. you feel comfortable doing it that way. So any way you want to do it, and maybe, the app. maybe we'll add them all to this particular podcast yeah. for the yep. recap. Yep. We'll put all those, all those resources there too. Uh, WDKX in the wake up club. Uh, Dr. Sean Nelms here at the university of Rochester, check your health segment uh, as well. So one of the things I thought was interesting is at the start, right around the start of the school year, I don't think we'd been in the school year a full uh, month yeah, yet yeah. Uh, before we had uh, Christine Coward come in and talk a little bit about eye health, especially with young people, mm-hmm, especially mm-hmm. with kids. But it, you'd be surprised how many adults are dealing with it as well. So we made it a family thing to come in and go. Well, Dr. Nelms, I saw your Facebook post the other day. <laughs> what was on the Facebook post? See, why, 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 you, why are you going to Facebook shame me out here? Did they cite you? Know, well, you know, well, you're going to have to share because I don't have Facebook. So you have to tell me what happened. Oh, well, Dr. Nelms said, well, he got his time to get them eyes checked. After, you, know, you look at computer screens all day, got to practice what I preach, you know? Yeah, you know, I, I, hey, uh, you know, Tariq has been honest about how this has helped him, so I'm, I'm going yeah. to talk about myself. I finally acknowledge that, you know, the computer screen being blurry was not a technology issue. <laughs> it was an eye issue. And so, so I went, it, was, it wasn't IBM, it was yeah, your so eyes. That's so. my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> So I went, I went down to Flamai Institute, and I got uh, my eyes checked, and I got ordered some glasses yesterday. So I hope I can, I can see the world differently. Yeah. Uh, I can't be on here preaching about health and not modeling it. So if you see me in a couple of uh, weeks with four eyes, then um, you know that I am doing what I'm asking you all to do and to make sure that all, all aspects of us. And I thought when Dr. Cowart was speaking... You know, she said, you know, the eyes are our window into the entire body. Mm-hmm. And, you know, through checking your eyes, you can learn about glaucoma and diabetes. She said she can even diagnose certain forms of cancer by looking through your eyes. Wow. So it is interesting to talk about how the body is such a unique um, system. And we might say, well, I'll go to my primary once a year. I'm going to skip my eye appointment. But there might be something that your, that, that your ophthalmologist or, or um, may see that you may not, that your other doctor may not be aware of. Yeah. And so getting that your entire system checked regularly becomes critically important. Uh, uh, for locations for, and we, we were talking about specifically not about just diabetes, but in the fact that sometimes, you know, there are adults that don't want to go, mm-hmm. uh, kids don't want to go, pricing, there's a yeah. price of it too that scares a lot of people. There is a location you can go to, the Flom Institute, that is on South Clinton, South Clinton. Yeah, it's a brand new space. You got to see it from the 390 when you're driving now. The big sign, but if you're on 390, it's in the space across from the Goodwill um, store. So if you know what Goodwill store is, mm. right across the street, um, it's on a bus line, easy to get to. Um, and they also have uh, insurance for people who may not have that or need help with buying glasses. Uh, they have free eye care programs that are sponsored um, within the city. So there are so many different opportunities. Um, for people to get checked, and and they and she emphasized, 
when you make your appointment, make it for the whole family. Come in together. And even though Tariq was scared of the uh, air being blown in his eyes. I hate it. She, hate he would it. explain it. They don't even do that anymore. Yeah, that, thank that? goodness. <laughs> well, you know what it is? Because you come with an old prejudice yeah. and why you don't go back. That's right. But they've updated technology that makes that terrible experience not as bad as all. That's At right. all, excuse me. That's right. So um, I, I'm glad she was able to say that because that puff. You don't like the blowing? I hated it. You know, me growing up, I had, I've always had long eyelashes. I used to hate that because people would always comment on my eyelashes, so they always get in my eyes. So I'm, maybe I'm used to my grandmother or mother going. Blowing, oh, that's right. Blowing How eyes. do we get on your eyes? Right. <laughs> I remember that. Though. I remember that, man. They were, right. they were blowing the eyes. Yeah. They, 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 they say, hold still, hold still. Hold still. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> so the puff don't bother me. Ah, I want the coffee breath in my face. I know, I know, right? <laughs> Luckily for me, they don't drink coffee. That's right, to make that's sure right. you don't go blind. That's right. That's <laughs> Thank right. you. All right, coming up in a matter of moments, great other segments if you if you want them all, go to WDKX's podcast, WDKX Podcast <laughs> Network. Find out all of the health segments that are there and get the information you may need. And if you need information, like we just talked about two seconds ago, you want to go to the Flom Institute, take your family with you, take your kids with you, just go for your own information. Text us, 678-1039. We'll give you the information for those two segments we just talked about. And if you want to call down the Flom to make an appointment, call 273 273- Three nine three seven two seven three three nine three seven. It's a wonderful facility. Again, I got my eyes checked. Uh, one of our future guests, Wade Norwood, just went and picked up some glasses. So it is a space where people are actually going. It's a beautiful location, brand new. It's the type of place that our community deserves. So get on down to 500 South Clinton Avenue. Check your health segment being brought to you by the University of Rochester and the man with the plan who came in with a number of different experts. Dr. Sean Nelm joins us now. Now, can we please get to this, the episode? It was specifically meant for me. <laughs> to go get my blood work done. You had uh, uh, Calvin Cole come in, mm-hmm. uh, talk a bit about how important exercise and nutrition is um, and the behaviors and all the different things. And we talked about food. We talked about Thanksgiving. I mean, this is like a month ago. Yeah. <laughs> like we, yeah. we, we talked about the food we love and how much we're not exercising. It was, and then he mentioned the test. I think it was the, the PSA mm-hmm. um, and getting blood work and how important it is to get it done to find out the map, Sean, of where you are and what you need to do to stay as healthy as possible. I went and got my test done that weekend. My yeah. end of this month. Yeah. Are <laughs> you getting yeah, it done? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's that, that, it's and big. that PSA test um, is, is so important because it is the test that is not often recommended with your normal checkup it is a prostate specific antigen test. And it's, it tests what's in your blood. And so that's probably the best way for men to be diagnosed with, with prostate cancer. And I, and I said I shared the story, too, that when I went to uh, spoke, speak to my nurse practitioner, I told mm-hmm. her I wanted to test. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, you know, do you have a history of it? You know, ask me all these questions as if I had to justify wanting to have the test because it's not one that's normally given. Mm-hmm. And I, because Dr. Cole had educated me and a bunch of other black men weeks prior and we all decided to take the test as well, mm-hmm. I said to her, how familiar are you with prostate cancer in black males? I said, so if you understand that, asking me to justify why, why I need the test would be unnecessary. Yeah. And so they ordered the test immediately uh, often. But, but to walk into a, a doctor's office with information that you have already have going in, you can ask different types of questions. Yeah. And that's why these segments are so important. We are giving people the information and the knowledge to be able to ask the right questions when they go into the doctors, ask the right questions when they hear things that may or may not sound right, 
and make really informed decisions. I'm, I'm so concerned that people go to social media or they Google it to find out the best idea um, for how to be healthy as opposed to going to healthcare professionals like Dr. Cole, folks who are trained, educated, has research in these areas. And these folks are available and free to you. They're available to, and free to you to the community through all through the University of Rochester and its many, many, many resources. I, I think it's a, one of the interesting things about it is the blood work is yeah. the gateway to know who you are. So what you might Google something and mm-hmm. say, uh, apple cider vinegar is right. the best for da 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 Well, and because of your genetic makeup, of, because you're so unique, it might not be. Right. The right. best course for you might be right. more fruits and vegetables, mm-hmm. might be more exercise, mm-hmm. might be taking a daily walk. Right, right. Sugar intake. Mm-hmm. I've been looking at sugar intake yeah. since that October 12th show for the last month mm-hmm. about what I'm eating and what I'm drinking. Yeah, even, I mean... Even me, you know, I would I would have all the sweet flavor in my coffee, so I went from four to two. Yeah, mm-hmm. see, mm-hmm. Yeah. hey, 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 I applaud that, yeah. man. I applaud that. He he said that. He said, don't try to do it all at once. Mm-hmm. Have a plan in moderation. Yep. I remember him saying he says he said if you're overweight and you're a smoker and you drink a lot of sugar, he's like, don't do it all at once. It's impossible. You're gonna fail. Do it in, in increments and try to reduce how much your intake is. That was my daughter. She said, listen, just read your labels. That's right. See how much sugar. And I got to tell y'all, yeah, I ain't see Tariq. I know he's in the radio, but brothers over here, he getting the summertime fine <laughs> on. <laughs> don't, tell, don't tell him, man. Don't tell him. Don't tell him. Just when I, I had it, but I wanted to cut everything all out at once. Yeah. Yeah. I'm back to square one, you know? <laughs> I'd like to be a little secret. Yeah, then yeah. Come out, bang, bang. for the fifth year. Look at Luffy Negro. I don't work that out. Now, uh, I, I got to say, though, um, and if you need any information, uh, 1039. Yeah. WDKX text six seven eight one zero three nine. So I met Jackie Dozier, and I think I met Jackie from Common Ground Health. I think you were out of yes. town. Yeah, I was out of town. Yeah. Uh, and so I met this lady, and, f- and first of all, she came in just really, just really nice, and tried to get her to come into the building. It was hectic to get in because I was in the middle of doing something, so I had to go down and run down and get her. And we talked, and I mean, we talked for a long time mm-hmm. because what I think Jackie Dozier does at Common Ground Health is go to the community. And you know full well there's a lot of topics we do not want to talk about. Exactly. So she hears no nine out of ten times. Mm-hmm. But really, she really cares about this community and wants it to be as healthy as possible. Yeah, so Jackie works for Common Ground Health. And later, uh, I think this month, we'll have Wade Norwood, who is the uh, CEO of, of Common Ground Health. And why we wanted Jackie to be on the show is because we talk about community partnerships. I want to be clear that this is not the university telling the community what to do. Part, that, that's called engagement. We just tell, give you a bunch of stuff and hopefully it sticks. Partnerships means that the, the community informs what we do at the university also. That mm-hmm. they tell us the areas that we need to focus on. Jackie Dozier and the Common Ground Health, they have, they're, they're, on, they're in the community, at the barbershops, beauty salons, at churches, at um, festivals. I mean, we, if you see Jackie's face, you know her. And she talks to everyone from, you know, from birth to, you know, 80s and 90 years old. Like she has such a connection with this community because she's from this place, she loves this place, and she wants to make this place healthy and happy. And so Common Ground Health is an incredible community organization that focuses on all type of health, blood pressure, um, healthy living, vaccines, and COVID. In fact, it was Common Ground Health who I would say was probably the most responsible for the number of people getting the COVID shots throughout the pandemic and helping people stay healthy and alive. And so I give them a ton of credit for their advocacy. Yeah, I call Jackie one of the bravest people I know. Because you know full well, they're just, you know, you, you when you go out to the public, you meet them on that day. Right. And they're not always nice that day. 
right, so, right, right. So right. meeting the public, it seems like oh, we meet the public, we meet the public. Sometimes the public is not nice and defensive. Yep. And exactly. so she's just on the side of trying to help this community get better. So I, I, I always labor every time I see it, one of the bravest people out there because she's out there doing the footwork. And then for folks that may not realize, when you talk about health, uh, Sean, and I know we got a couple more to do, mm-hmm. but we have to wrap things up. Uh, I want to make people aware that there are free and reduced price services with clinic and outreach. I think when we get one, one of the people that came, I can't, I think it was Dr. Stella, mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Stella King. She mentioned the fact that some people just want to avoid the ED. Mm-hmm. They don't want to go yep. to the doctor. They don't want to go and they will go to clinics that are free in outreach communities. Right. And um, it's really bad. And yeah. sometimes it's not. Right. But those services are free and at a reduced they're price. There. And she's right. The emergency department at the University of Rochester, the president, Mangelsdorf, will tell you this as well. It is not the most appealing place. Mm-hmm. And it's why we're going to triple its size. We're investing a lot of money into this project, I think over $800 million, to triple the size of the ED to create a more respectful place for people to go mm-hmm. if they have emergency care. But it will also include a uh, – a, um, emergency care uh, situation in which people can go in for urgent care situation. People mm-hmm. can go in and not have to sit in the ED for eight, nine hours for, you know, a broken finger or something. So I know that the university is working on that. In fact, uh, we're going to have someone from the emergency department join us on February 1st, Mike okay. Kamali, to talk about the plans for the ED. Because what I think happens sometimes, we build these places. But we don't tell people what, why, we, why we're doing it. Mm-hmm. We don't give them the context mm-hmm. to say we're building this because we acknowledge that what we currently have isn't right. And so it's going to take us these years to build something that is that was best for this community, that keeps us healthy, keeps us happy, and keeps us alive. And so, yes, that was right. I mean, there, in, in addition to the ED, there are tons of free clinics in this community. In fact, I'll be at one tonight. Uh, my, my last meeting of the night at 6 o'clock, I'll be at Asbury First United Methodist Church on 1040 East Avenue, taking a look and learning more about their clinics they have. They have one there. They have one at uh, Maplewood YMCA mm-hmm. and one at St. Joseph's. But I'm going to go to Asbury tonight um, at 6 o'clock just to kind of understand what they're doing and how I can pr- promote um, their services more broadly in the community. Uh, there are a number of different places. There are about, what, I think three clinics, three mm-hmm. or four clinics yeah. that are free or reduced costs if you need services, not feeling well, uh, and they're available to the community. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to that. 1039 WDKX, Dr. Nelson. Listen, I appreciate it. I appreciate you bringing about Dr. Michael Mendoza. That was through the University of Rochester. He came in, uh, gave us a real look, outlook on a uh, number of different illnesses going on. Uh, overdoses, uh, overdoses in the black yeah. community. Like, those numbers are high now. You know, yeah. they're, they're, they're much larger. And I think um, when we talk about overdoses, we typically don't think about us mm-hmm. and, you know, in the black community. We always think about the suburbs with the mm-hmm. heroin and the opioids and all that. But it's even now affecting our community. He used to talk about that and talked about coke being on the rise. and But he also... Uh, I, I thought he was great when he came on because it was we were preparing for you know Thanksgiving and Christmas and, and the holiday season, and he's like you know we got to be careful we're gonna be around elderly people people who have you know preconditions and he just said you know the the best way to keep everyone healthy is to consider getting the flu and COVID vaccine, um, and so you know it, it's a personal choice for individuals to do that but you know but think about yourself think about your loved ones and, and this RSV that he talked about is now starting to be seen in babies. And so, you know, if, you, mm. if, if you're not vaccinated, you don't have a flu shot, you know, just be responsible and, and don't put other people at risk. And if you do have it, you know, um, you know don't, don't shame people who don't. It, it should be an informed conversation. So if you're a family whose people are still thinking about COVID and vaccine, I really encourage you to go to WDKX, go to that November 30, uh, the November show with uh, Mike Mendoza mm-hmm. 
and uh, consider listening to what he had to say. That was November 2nd, what he has to say about those things. And, you know, it's interesting about that, the uh, the, the fact that I, mean, I was talking a bit about that, too. Will you run across family members that maybe have an addiction, mm-hmm. maybe have a mm-hmm. problem, uh, how to talk to them? Yeah. And I, I thought he broke, he broke that down. If you go to the podcast, you'll hear exactly how to really talk to someone about it that might be in your family mm-hmm. uh, and, and some of the other things that are going on. So I... I just appreciate you running by bring. You brought some heavyweights through. Yeah, man, heavyweights. Listen, listen, these people have been in this community doing the real work for years. I just think we have to. We, when I say University of Rochester, has to do a better job of making those connections with the community as a partner, and that's the work that we've been doing. I also want to take a moment to thank Robert Vickers. He's a, uh, you know, he's not ever on the radio, um, but uh, he's always here every weekend. Helps helping to set up these shows and helping to reach out to the medical professionals based on what he knows about this community. Also, and also Denise Lagori back at University of Rochester, my administrative assistant. She is, ch- you know, chasing people down, making sure that we have all the information and all the right uh, um, uh, materials ready for this show, so that Tariq and and Spence um, can can do the real work of, of bringing the message to the community. We are 1039 WDKX Podcast Network. It's time for the second half of Check Your Health with Dr. Sean Nelms taking over. Welcome back to the second hour of the Check Your Health Podcast. And I really enjoyed today's recap show because we share uh, information about the first seven episodes. I want to take a moment to share those resources with you. and But they'll also be included below um, the podcast link. All these uh, names and, and, and phone numbers and resources will be there. But I want to say it this way as well. So the first episode on September 28th featured Dr. Ariel Sheftall and Mr. Johnson on teen suicide and prevention. Um, to contact their office, call 279-7800. That's 585-279-7800. There's also a hotline, and you can text or call 988. Text or call 988. And their main um, uh, buildings are 200 East River Road, in 1860 South Avenue. Um, for those who are, I know DKX has a, la- a large and, and vast network. The national line, crisis line, is 741741. Again, that's for folks who are local and national. I know we have a very large audience here. October 5th featured Dr. Christine Coward from the Flom Eye Institute. Her office is located at 500 South Clinton Avenue. It's 500 South Clinton Avenue. And the phone number for eye care there is 273-3937, 585-273-3937, or visit www.urmc.rochester.edu forward slash I dash institute. Again, phone number is 273-3937. On October 12th, we had Dr. Calvin Cole um, join us about exercise and nutrition and behavioral modifications to improve our health and the importance of regular checkups and blood work. Um, Mr. Cole, Dr. Cole, um, gave us the, uh, email, the website address of www.urmc.rochester.edu forward slash community dash health. Um, as a resource. Again, this will all be included below this description. On the 19th of October, Jackie Dozier from Common Ground Health joined us, provided information and education on high blood pressure and diabetes and a host of services throughout the community. You can reach in, uh, Jackie Dozier and learn more about Common Ground Health at www.commongroundhealth.org. 
The next show um, on, on DKX was on October 26th, featured Stella King and Harina Harashing. And uh, they talked about free and reduced health clinics and outreach groups. There are three in this community that have um, free to low cost uh, opportunities for individuals to receive care. They are located at the Asbury First United Methodist Church, 1040 East Avenue. You're well, Maplewood YMCA, which is on Driving Park near the Rose Garden, and St. Joseph's Neighborhood Center by South Avenue. But to learn more about these locations and other uh, clinics, go to U-R-W-E-L-L-U-R-Well at urmc.edu. On November 2nd, we were joined by our health commissioner, Mike Mendoza, who is also a physician, a practicing physician at the University of Rochester. And he spoke about respiratory season and treatment of substance abuse. Those numbers are up in our community. And to reach Dr. Mendoza's office, please call 753-5555-753-5555 or contact Monroe County Health on their email website, www.monroecounty.gov forward slash health. That's on their website. And the last show that we featured before the recap was on November 9th with Dr. Rob Alexander. He is the Dean of Admissions at the U of R and also Vice Provost. And he spoke about the importance of preparing for college-going um, students and, and made the case that the University of Rochester is a viable place for students who have good grades, good attitudes, and who want to explore the world. To learn more about the admissions process at the University of Rochester, go to admissions.rochester.edu, admissions.rochester.edu. He also shared that there will be an upcoming um, opportunity for local families to learn more about the university and, and what does it mean to stay and to thrive locally. But go on their website to learn more. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this podcast on the WDKX Podcast Network. Provided by Vision Automotive.